Hello everyone, welcome back to Just One More Opinion. I'm your host, Charlie, and today I will be sharing with you my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I have talked Marvel, DC, Assassin's Creed, but the film and game industry is bigger than those franchises and my interest is also more diverse, so today I shall condense my 21 years of movie experience and pick my 10 favorite films and for the following weeks I'll do the same for games, TV shows and other topics so I hope you enjoy these episodes and with that said, let's get started! Okay guys, before I disclose my top 10 movies, favorite movies of all time, I want to explain how I made these very difficult choices. Well, a couple months back, when I had an idea for starting this platform, I decided to organize in Microsoft Excel documents all the information regarding movies, TV shows, games and music, in relation to me of course, so now I have these compact lists of for example, all the movies I saw each year, all the games I played each year, and they're listed from the worst to the best, and every time there's something new to add, I put it on the list. I squeeze it between two other entries, trying to rank them as I go, but it's still very hard to do, to do this, especially for movies, when you have watched over 700 movies in the course of 21 years of life and if you do some maths with those numbers you can make sh you can make an assumption as to what type of life that was <laughs> so so even though i have organized my thoughts on every movie i've watched so far opinions change they change with each viewing with each year with each personal emotional journey as you begin connecting more with one movie and less with another. So keep that in mind when you hear my list. And, oh, I wasn't just looking for quality. Most of these relate to the nostalgic side of me and my connection to the main character and or the story itself. And yeah, a movie that may be regarded as one of the best movies in cinema history will probably not be a part of this ranking because this isn't top 10 best movies of all time it is my top 10 favorite movies of all time and there is a huge difference there also remember that I'm still a young man I'm 21 and I'll, although I've watched hundreds of movies I've still missed thousands of great ones they're still on my watch list and maybe one day they'll join this list but for now these are my top 10 favorite movies of all time. At number 10, Avengers Endgame. Okay, <laughs> if you know me, you might be thinking, what the hell, Avengers Endgame only at number 10? That's weird. Well, it is weird, because I wasn't initially considering adding any MCU movie to the list in the first place, because to me, this Marvel franchise as a whole is my favorite cinematic experience of all time. It's what led me to love storytelling in movies. 
to any cinephiles out there, if you're listening to this and feeling, I don't know, disgusted, uh, maybe, um, just know that this is my opinion, my journey, and yes, it started with superhero movies, deal with it, and but it has grown so much, and even, even that, uh, for me, Avengers Endgame, it's not just another superhero film, it's a whole cultural experience, a culmination of 22 movies that came before and the 11 years in the making. It's a love letter to the millions of fans who see themselves reflected on this fantasy world where sometimes we would rather be because our own planet feels much more villainous and darker sometimes, let alone more boring, of course. And these heroes have made us smile, laugh, and cry with them. And in this three-hour-long movie, all these emotions and more were felt on such a deep level that I couldn't leave it out in the end. Avengers Endgame might not be a perfect movie, not, it might not be even the best MCU movie, but it was truly a gift from the Russo brothers, from Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios, and as it broke records, it also broke hearts as we said goodbye to some of our favorite characters and awaited for a new phase in this spectacular franchise. So no, I shouldn't have even considered, even dared to leave this one out. At number nine, Parasite directed by Bong Joon-ho and the first non-English language film to win the Oscar for Best Picture last year. And rightfully so, if you haven't watched this South Korean genre-bending masterpiece, I sincerely recommend that you go watch it as soon as possible. Whatever reasons you have for delaying this vital watch, trust me, Put those aside and go see it. It is unlike anything you've seen before. And damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Maybe I'm overhyping it. Um, okay, I'll I'll underhype it. Um, it's really funny. It's really dark. It's meaningful. Whatever. Um, <laughs> damn it. You know what? Even if I downplay it or I highlight it, the result will be the same. You will finish the movie questioning at least a part of yourself that you didn't even know was there. The philosophical and social expedition we embark on as we explore the lives of the Kim and Park families and the points in which they converge and diverge just transforms Parasite into a culturally important and rich movie that you're missing out on if you haven't checked it out. So I urge you to do it whenever you can. Believe me, you won't regret it. At number eight, Life of Pi. Directed by Ang Lee, this, this 2012 film won four Oscars and was nominated for another seven, including Best Motion Picture of the Year. And Life of Pi is one of the first non-superhero, non-animated movies I watched in my life. I also believe it was one of the first 
non-dubbed movies I've watched. If you don't know this, I'm actually Portuguese, so English is a second language. And, well, I'm pretty sure my accent just gave it away. And this film, this visual marvel, this cinematic masterpiece, it's also one of the few movies I've rewatched more than five times. Again, not counting any Marvel stuff, of course. I just... I just fell in love with the character of Pi, with his relationship with the tiger Richard Parker. I'm a sucker for any movie that involves animal, animals, so you know. And in the mystery of this story, I was so, oh, I was so immersed in it. The, the veracity of this almost magical tale. You want to believe everything on screen because it's hopeful, because it's supernatural. It's simply beautiful. And even though we spend most of the time with this, with just one speaking character and this one predator, this non-verbal dialogue between man and beast, this display of loyalty and friendship, this <laughs> emotional and literal, literal journey across the seas just entrusts you this sense of humanity and wonder and you feel like maybe the two can coexist, these two realities. Maybe they're not incompatible. At least at the end of the movie, you're allowed to make up your mind about that. And the lessons that adult Pi shares with us and with his interviewer just stay with us, regardless of the truth of his life. And, oh my god, now I want to watch it. A sixth or seventh or tenth time I don't know but yes I I should make plans to watch it as soon as possible at number seven Logan directed by James Mangold Hugh Jackman's last performance as the Wolverine the Australian actor was introduced as the ferocious mutant in 2000's X-Men and since then, he has portrayed James Logan Howlett another eight times over the course of 17 years, with Mangold's directed film being the farewell to this iconic character. And the main reason as to why I am so fond of this movie is a mixture of, of it being an R-rated Wolverine motion picture, the, the weight it had as the final Hugh Jackman-led X-Men movie, and the fact that it is, it's just quite emotional. I would say the most emotional X-Men movie and one of the more profound Marvel stories. This worn-out, visceral, raw performance by Jackman and Patrick Stewart's final put portrayal of Professor X, too, just makes you... So grateful for these cinematic characters we have known for almost two decades now. And in this final, in their final adventure, Mangold just knew how to pull the right heartstrings at the right time. And the ending was designed so you value not only what the franchise has done, even with its many misfortunes, but of course what Jackman was able to do the evolution of Logan from a beastly warrior to a protective father figure and his inescapable 
internal battle against time and death and it all came to a close in 2017 and I am so very thankful that the Wolverine's last movie appearance was written and directed with the passion it truly, truly deserved. At number six, the 2009 animated movie Up. Directed by Pete Docter and Bob Peterson, this is the only animated film on my list, but it is rightfully present because the story of Up is, in my opinion, unlike any other kids movie I have watched. That's probably why it won Best Animated Feature Film at the Academy Awards and was even nominated for Best Motion Picture, too. Because, it, yeah, it, it, it was that good. For me, though, it all came down to Carl's relationship with his late wife and how he was handling grief, his plans for the future and what he wanted to do and be with the time he had left. The soundtrack is one of the best bits about the movie. Every time I listen to it or even remember it, I am I am taken straight back to that nostalgic place, that reflective state of mind. And no wonder it won an Oscar for the original score too. It was mesmerizingly great. It is undoubtedly my favorite animated movie by a long shot. Of course, it's on the list. And although it's called Up, Although we travel by air inside Carl's house, which is equipped by thousands of balloons, the movie is still very grounded because it tackles human themes and never once undermines the importance and beauty of life. At number five, I am Eth Ledger. 2017 documentary directed in part by the duo of Adrian Buitrenuis, I'm probably saying that wrong, and Derek Murray, and partly by the late Heath Ledger himself. Like many of you, when I think about Heath, I think about his iconic portrayal of the Joker in 2008's The Dark Knight, but this actor, this human being, was so much more than that, and he had so much potential, a whole life in front of him, a life of fame, praise, but also humility and creation. And this documentary that includes many self-tape-type videos that Ledger had recorded of himself is a celebration of his life, of his talent, of his spirit and love, and it's also a tale of his journey from a kid from Perth, Western Australia, to one of the most versatile actors that Hollywood employed at the, at the beginning of the 21st century. When asked, <laughs> what actor would you have liked to have seen more of? What actor was taken from us too soon? Of course, I think about Robin Williams and Chadwick Boseman, but personally, the sudden tragic loss of Heath Ledger hit me, hit me the hardest. And it's funny because at the time of his death, I was nine years old and I had no idea who he was, actually. It was only later, after discovering his career, his roles, his humanity, that I fell in love with this man, this highly creative individual that had so much skill and kindness within, within him. And quite 
and quite unique and brave in his professional path. Only then was I <laughs> reminiscing on his life and his career. And only then I started thinking that, yes, he was, he was taken too soon. I wish I could have seen more of him, more of Heath Ledger's talent on screen and his talent as a human being in general. It's it's deeply sad um, to think that, <laughs> that we have gone without a new Heath Ledger performance for over a decade now, um, and I can't help but wonder what gifts he would have presented us um, as he grew older and wiser and freer, freer. and this documentary helped me appreciating his legacy even more. I Am Heath Ledger is also a great inspirational tool for any actors and artists who want to become successful, who have that drive to invent and share their stories with the world, and it teaches us to stay true to ourselves, to stay unique, and especially to live life to the fullest. And that's why I love this movie, this documentary, so very, very much. At number four, The Dark Knight. Speaking of Heath Ledger, uh, his iconic portrayal of the clown prince of crime in 2008 Christopher Nolan movie The Dark Knight was indeed one of the greatest cinematic transformations, performances of the century. And without it, the sequel to Batman Begins, where we were introduced to Christian Bale's uh, version of the caped crusader, would have perhaps been much less acclaimed and would undoubtedly lose its place in IMDb's top 10 rated movies of all time. At the Academy Awards, it was nominated for eight Oscars, winning two, one for Best Achievement in Sound, sound Editing, and one for Best Performance by an actor in a supporting role, with Ledger's Joker being the clear highlight of the movie. But yes, the soundtrack was also intense, haunting, uh, it underlined every scene, it built up the tension, and was, in and out of itself, an actual character, I'd argue, because it felt as though it was adding more conflict to the story with its brutal, tantalizing score. However, the story itself, Joker's chaotic plan, was by far the most captivating aspect of the Dark Knight as we saw this battle of ideals between Bruce Wayne and this unidealistic entity of anarchy unravel with its, each story beat, with each tragedy. This movie is one of the few superhero films that goes beyond the genre and delivers a story universally praised viewed as a clash between morally good and morally ambiguous. And, and I don't think people that have not seen it, that kind of uh, reject the idea of even seeing it one day, should just consider it another Batman, another superhero uh, feature, because this movie is so much more. And for... Heath Ledger's performance alone, I would recommend anyone to see it. It's truly beautiful, it's truly enticing, and 
one of my favorite movies of all time, of course. Before I unveil my top three, here are some honorable mentions. 2019's Marriage Story from Noah Baumbach puts Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver into an Oscar-worthy family feud about love, commitment, dreams and support. The acting and direction is profound and gorgeous and by the end of the film you understand a bit better why the story is less about marriage and more about self-love. In 2015, director Sebastian Schipper released Victoria, a story about a young woman, a young Spanish woman of the same name, living in Berlin and meeting a group of curious, mysterious guys after a night out. The story takes place around 4.30 a.m. and the camera never leaves Victoria and her new friends, making this one of the few movies that is truthfully one take long. The plot is also very enticing and intense and one of my absolute recommendations. Go watch it if you haven't. 2011's Warrior is, at first glance, a sports movie from Gavin O'Connor about two grown men fighting in an MMA tournament, starring Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. But when you watch it, and when you when you really take it in, it's actually a story about family and what we do for family. And even though there is action throughout the film, the dramatic tension between our main characters is the most compelling characteristic of Warrior, another absolute must-watch for everyone. I was recommended this by a YouTuber I follow, and I am so glad <laughs> that I took his advice and I watched this because it really was, it really became one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> so let's continue to my top three. At number three, Marley and Me, a 2008 comedy featuring Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston as they start a family, a life together and decide to have a golden retriever called Marley as their first baby. The relationship between dog and man, the vibrant personality of Marley and the passing of time as the family grows and job opportunities for both adults appear and take them on different paths are some of the elements why I love this movie so much. Because for me, a comedy film needs to have a lot of heart too. It needs to make me cry as hard as I laugh and in this movie, this brilliant showcase of canine love is the perfect example of that. As you, you probably know by now, <laughs> I, I said it in the beginning, I'm a sucker for any movies that have animals in them. And it, it actually has been a while since I rewatched Marley and Me. And that's because I do not feel like crying. <laughs> Especially considering there's a whole lot of real-world reasons to make my emotions turn. But without a question, this movie will always be in my top 5 movies of all time. And that is a promise to you, to Marley, and to me. At number 2, Joker. 
from 2019, directed by Todd Phillips and earning lead actor Joaquin Phoenix a well-deserved Academy Award. This movie, it was an experience, guys. I was speechless when I came out of the theater. I felt repetitive goosebumps in very particular scenes every time I rewatched it. Even more than a year later after released, I still get tense, shocked, hypnotized by Phoenix's portrayal of Arthur Fleck, this deeply humane, flawed take on the most famous comic book villain of all time. This detailed character study that makes you empathize with this man that is portrayed as vicious, malicious, dangerous, and crazy in the comics and other movies. And here, he's simply a man having one bad day, or one bad week, or one bad life. And personally, that's all I needed from a Joker original film. A possible origin story for Batman's arch enemy and grounded in whatever reality the director and DC deemed best. For those reasons and countless more, Joker is my second favorite movie of all time and I just gotta praise it. I Every time I watch it, I just get more immersed in the story, immersed in Arthur Fleck. I empathize with him a little bit more. And for anyone who doesn't empathize with Arthur Fleck, with Joaquin's Joker, as much as I do, let me tell you, um, go re and rewatch it again. Oh, or just take yourself out of your comfort zone because this movie has a lot to give it has a lot to say and that's why and that's why I love it so much that's why I've seen it so many times in a year and a half and I think you should too <laughs> and now my top pick number one on the list it's a movie that not a whole lot of people know actually in fact I don't think that if I did like a questionnaire and asked my friends and family what my favorite movie was, they wouldn't even know the answer <laughs> because it's not a movie I usually talk about or recommend even. Even though I've watched it maybe like seven times, almost every time I did, it was to introduce it to a friend or a family member. But yeah, it's not a very famous movie. I don't think other people even know that I've watched it or that it, it, it even exists. Uh, so what is it? What is this mystery number one movie on my list? Well, it's called Mr. Nobody. It's from 2013, directed by Jaco Van Dormael and starring Jared, Jared Leto. What is it about, you ask? Well, I like to say that it tackles three major themes. Love, time, and choice. Which, together, they, they are basically the definition of life. And this movie is about life and death. How time is an enemy and a healer. How choices, split-second decisions can change the path of your entire life. And how love is the constant, the goal of many, many souls. Add a supernatural vein to this premise 
and you have Mr. Nobody. It's a very bizarre movie, probably needing a second viewing to get a good hold of its lessons and plot points, plus it may also explore some darker subjects that I shall not mention right now, but it's a film that taught me so much about drawing my own journey, being my own man and living up to what I want my life to be, always aware of time and its never-ending flow. If you haven't watched or heard about this movie, I'd suggest watching the trailer for it and seeing if you're interested, because I do understand that it's probably not for everyone, but in my opinion, for me, for this person right here, I just felt connected to it on the highest, highest of levels. And that's why it's number one. And that's why it's my favorite movie of all time. And that is it guys, my top 10 favorite movies of all time. What is your list? Let me know through Twitter or Instagram. My social media accounts are linked in the description and I'd love to, to know what your top 10 lists are. And if you, if you have seen or if you haven't seen some of the movies that I mentioned. Also, thank you so much for listening in. I truly appreciate your support. For today, that is it. And yeah, this has been just one more opinion. I've been Charlie and you have been amazing. Take care and goodbye.